Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local River Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. Okay, sorry. Uh, hello, Nick. We're here. We're live. Hey, everybody. We're, we are live from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Where we're born to wrestle and bred to win. And if I could be serious for a second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, I used to love, I still do. I have nothing wrong, no, nothing against Lance Storm. He's always one of my favorites. He has a very fine wrestling school. Mm-hmm. Does he? The Lance Storm Wrestling Academy. Oh, yeah, I think I did know that he did. I follow him on the Twitter machine. Uh, you know, I probably do as well. Yeah. Good old he's Lance a, Storm. He's an interesting follow. Oh, yeah. Not just, like, wrestling stuff, so. Years ago, uh, uh very uh, topically here in, in the state of Michigan, where yesterday we, well, some people. Legalized uh, it. Legalized uh, the marijuana. Um, Lance Storm wrote something. Um, wrote an article about uh, marijuana and all kinds of issues that he saw with it. But anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, but to each their own. And you were cutting out on me again, and I'm just wondering if it's me. What the fudge? It could be. It could be me. I don't think it is. I don't know. I also don't. Okay, we're gonna let me pause this for a second. Everybody, just uh, hold on a second. I'm making myself as big as you. Big as what? I changed my picture to side by side. Oh, we can do that? I figured out how. Yeah, you drag the little picture and then, yeah. Um, All right. I'm not going to worry about that. Um, So anyway, I apologize for the delay. My internet apparently sucked. That happens. But but we're back. We're back now. You were saying... Um, what was I saying? Lance Storm appears to be anti-marijuana, and oh, yes. Nick is pro. Uh, I wouldn't say pro. <laughs> Let's not. Sorry. Let's not. Uh, trying to put edibles in your mouth. I already, uh, we were talking about it today at work, and I was like, we're all going to get randomly drug tested if we keep this up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the, uh, the the unfortunate beauty. Yeah, yeah. We uh, use two words that don't mean the same thing of each other. Uh, yes. Working in our industry, uh, even if uh, marijuana were legal in the state of Michigan, uh, which it is. Well, well, not yet, well uh, both of our employers would forbid us from doing it. Well, exactly. Um, and on drug tests, it's still considered an illicit substance because it's not legal at a federal level, and it's still an altering. Oh yeah, you know, there's all kinds. It's like of... drinking. It's like drink. It's. I think people will forget this. It, it's like drinking at work. You, 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 <laughs> you know it's frowned I mean? upon. Yeah. So, it's um, but yeah. So, I mean, good yeah. for the people who want to do that. Drinking at work is 
It's frowned upon. Also, it's like masturbating on an airplane. Uh, yes, also. Also frowned upon. Yeah. So they tell me. Yes. I, I, I don't know. I, anyway, I, let's just move I'm t- on. I'm a, so I, what do you, what are we talking about this podcast? Um, life. Okay. Uh, cause I took a very Stuff. professional, uh, I, I'm trying something new, uh, on this podcast. I took a very professional, um, at least for two stories, uh, pillowpodcast.com. Uh, uh, I took a very professional view of this podcast and I actually wrote two things. <gasps> I, I don't know how it's going to go. Who are you and what have you done with Nick? I, I, I felt like we have, we've spoiled people with what, what's it been now? Three great episodes with Jeremy. Uh, yeah. Three really good episodes with Jeremy. Well, I feel like they were good, but they I mean, were fantastic. And, and, uh, people really liked them. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy being the, uh, great person that he is was had notes, <laughs> which is, <laughs> <laughs> Which is something that we don't do on this. No, let's let's be honest. I've known Jeremy a long time. Uh, he's always been an overachiever. Okay, so, uh, and he he brought that same overachievedness to uh, to our our silly little podcast. Now, uh, Nick, we should probably point out uh, Jeremy not joining us for the de- this episode. No, yes, yes. Do the schedule joining us for the next episode due to uh, I, I know I know. You hear the like the people just going, "Ah, don't turn it off yet." <laughs> just bear with us. You put up with almost a hundred episodes of this nonsense without them. That's you can right. put up with a couple more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plan, I think, uh, as I'm looking at the calendar here, Nick, uh, this week's episode, uh, just you and me. Yep. Next week's episode, just you and me, mm-hmm. which I then think makes episode ninety nine. Wow. Uh, our next episode, where I think we're going to have Jeremy on, we'll, we'll be reviewing the Christmas classic movie, Die Hard. Yes. Yeah. Get so excited. You've got that to look forward to. Um, yes. But you have episodes 97 and 98 to get through first, people. It's true. And it's been a very um, interesting week this week, the week of uh, the week of our Lord. Um, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I literally uh, in my November, head was like the week of our Lord, <laughs> November fourth. Motherfucker, through, I should have just said it <laughs> through the through today, November the seventh. Uh, peek behind the curtain. What does it uh, say that I'm now <laughs> thinking like you? <laughs> that we've done this too much. <laughs> um, I, this first story I found I found interesting, and, and I and I know that you you also would find this interesting. I'm actually, I'm very sure that you found this interesting. Maybe. Um, there was walking dead news. I believe this week that came out. Um, after, I don't know if shocking is the right word, but like <laughs> it was expected, but so are, in a different aspect of what happened. Okay. So, uh, the reason I had to wait until nine 20 to, uh, record this episode, Nick, was because I was actually watching this week's episode of The Walking of the Walking Dead. Okay, okay, awesome. So I'm glad we're leading with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know what? Let's let's do this. Uh, let's we need just spoilers. sound the spoiler alert sounder. I think everybody probably knows what's going on at this point, but just yeah. in case you've been living under a rock, consider this your warning. Yes. Hold on, I hit the stop button now. 
Okay, and we're back. All right, so you heard the spoiler, so if you didn't skip ahead, it's your fault. Yep. Um, so, and, and I don't, I mean, I'm way behind on The Walking Dead show. Yes, I mean, you are. We've, we've discovered that. Uh, you just watched the episode, so I'm very excited that we're talking about this. So mm-hmm. a few months ago, mm-hmm. I would say, uh, if memory serves. It, over the uh, summer. News broke, yeah, over the summer, uh, news broke that Andrew Lincoln was actually going to be leaving uh, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, the character Rick Grimes was no longer going to be on The Walking Dead. Now, when that happened, speculation uh, arose. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are they going to do this? How are they going to kill off or not kill off or just get rid of the essentially the main protagonist in a show? Especially since they killed Carl already. Exactly. So, why don't you explain to them how the end of this Walking Dead episode ended yeah okay, i can just that. watched it and it's fresh in your memory it, it's super fresh because uh, again i finished watching it about 20 minutes ago um, <laughs> so and then i'd love to tell you what i told somebody the other day and i wasn't smart enough to put on and record to make myself look intelligent um yeah. okay so essentially last week's episode ended with uh with rick falling on a piece of rebar sticking yes. through the middle of it well not the middle of him, but his side yeah. um so this episode essentially is uh, Rick picking himself up, trying to escape these two merging um, merging uh, herds of walkers. Yep, because the herds are there. Because the herds are around. Uh, funny episode, or funny moment last week's episode with Eugene uh, hoping that they didn't merge because he couldn't think of a good way to combine the two names. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just <laughs> Eugene for you. Yeah. Um, so essentially this, uh, this episode... Uh, is uh, Rick on his horse uh, trying to get away from the walkers, and then uh, it's essentially uh, he he then has I don't want to call them hallucinations, but he falls asleep and mm-hmm. uh, and has has dreams of of people. So um, he first starts off having a conversation with Shane, yep. uh, which was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, he then has a conversation with Herschel. He mm-hmm. then has a conversation with Sasha. He then has a conversation with Michonne. And at the end of these conversations, they're all telling him, "And you need to wake up, and you need to wake up, and you need to wake up." Um, the, the episode then they've been building this bridge. Yes. Uh, over the last few episodes, uh, Rick is leading the herd over the bridge, trying to get the weight of the herd to make the bridge collapse and then cause all these walkers to go into the river instead of into the hilltop. Yes. Uh, that doesn't work, so he takes out his gun. He's lost, apparently, just gallons of blood because mm-hmm. of the rebar. He's dripping it everywhere he goes the whole episode, but uh, I, I don't know how he could even be awake, but whatever. <laughs> uh some dynamite falls out of a crate. He shoots dynamite. Dynamite blows up the bridge. Uh, Rick is dead. Oh, but wait. But wait. Yes. He actually is found on the riverbanks, and uh, he and Jadis escape on a helicopter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, jump And to... then there's a time jump. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so the ever-popular, and I, I, I think I would say at this point that The Walking Dead has made it popular again. Uh, the time jump. So they jump ahead in time. Mm-hmm. Seemingly jump, jump ahead to, in time to a small group of people. Yes. Um, uh, fighting off walkers. I'm sorry. Do you want to take this? No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, didn't want to step on your toes. 
Uh, uh, all of a sudden, these people are being surrounded by these walkers. They're trying to fight them off. A couple of shots ring out, and somebody says, hey, it's all right. It's clear. Come on over. So they run over to this little girl who's wearing a katana on her back, carrying Rick's gun. And they say, who are you? And she says, my name's Judith. Judith Grimes. And I'm a badass. And I'm wearing Carl's hat. And I yep. got my mom, or not my mom, but my adopted yeah. mother's blade, and I got my dad's gun. Then that's the end of that. Then they showed you um, kind of like a sneak peek of the next three episodes that are airing. Oh, I didn't see this. I, and, didn't, I didn't hear about this. Because uh, I just watched that. And so it was just a little bit of, now there's another, so there's obviously, there's been this significant time jump. Yes. Um, because Judas. Judas has essentially gone from like four or five to seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, where there was a year and a half because Maggie had talked about it when she went to go kill Negan, which she mm-hmm. didn't do, shockingly. Shock- Not shockingly. Mm-hmm. Um, talked about how it had been a year and a half since the end of All Out War. So now we have another three or four year time jump because, you know, Carol's hair is long, so that's how you know it's been a long time. Yep. Um, where we actually see the Whisperers finally. Because oh, there's a the, uh, Eugene and Rosita uh-huh, um, uh-huh. are in a riverbank. <laughs> you know what happens there. Oh, yes. Uh, Eugene and Rosita uh, in a riverbank covered with mud trying to hide from these walkers. And then you hear this walkers, the walkers go by and you hear, where did they go? Is the walk, so, and then someone's like, the walkers are evolving. And, and then, uh, um, oh, crap. I can't think of the, uh, Jesus and... Um, Ross Marquand's character. I for, cannot for the life of me think of his name right now. Uh, but they're looking at this group of, of walkers who are like congregated, like talking to each other. And like, oh, did you ever see him do that before? So they obviously have no idea these are actual people in skin masks. Yes, definitely. But there you go. So that's, so that is the, again, I, I don't know how to, I, I don't know. I think it was shocking because you didn't expect what happened. Well, Right. I mean, you, you. Well, I mean, I mean, if if you listen to our us, we thought he, you know, does Rick walk away? Did we talk do they about that? Kill him? Yeah. Do do, do is, it, is it just? Yeah. Oh, thank goodness, I'm smart. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, does Rick walk away? Do we kill him? Uh, you know what what happens? Um. So that's that's the ending to this to the season. No, um, no, 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 no. Not to the season. Or, or not to the season. That's the um. Is that the mid-season? Nope. It's not? There's more? Yeah, I think this was episode five. So, like, they were showing oh, us the next three episodes, and I believe that's the last three episodes in the in the front eight of the season. Gotcha. Because what month is this? This is November? Yes. Um, they're probably getting pretty close to the Christmas break. Okay. So, this, yeah, this so was this not month. the mid-season cliffhanger. Okay, so this happens. Then, I would say, I think it was like Monday, maybe Tuesday. I think it was Monday. Uh, it was either uh, Sunday night or Monday morning. News happens to come out that we are going to get three, yes, I said three, movies yep. following Rick Grimes. Yep. Uh, I don't know that they gave any more specifics than just they're going to follow Rick. I think they said that they were going to follow Rick on this on this new adventure. Okay. So they're not going to be flashback movies. That they're going to be movies about 
where he's going, presumably the Commonwealth, but I guess yep. we'll see. Yeah. So that is that that's the big news. I mean, big news this week is we get we're starting to get Walking Dead movies. Yeah, um, we're going to we're going to we're also going to start to get Breaking Bad movies. I don't have I anything that. about that, but we uh, rumored uh, to start filming is a Breaking Bad movie. I still need to watch that show. I, I do, too. Um, I just I watched the first few episodes and I just Did you? I, I have to be in a mindset for it. I think <laughs> I just wasn't and I just wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I mm-hmm. mean, to see the evolving of The Walking Dead. Yeah, the big, um, I think, into movies. Um, and I and I might have missed it if they announced it, but I did not see. I know that they're not going to be made for TV AMC movies. No, yes, they're going to be big screen movies. Not on their streaming service. I don't think so. I thought they were going to be. I was under the impression they're they're going to be features. I guess films. the big question is: Did uh, did Scott Gimple talk to Chris Carter? of the X-Files before they decided to make this decision because the X-Files movies didn't do so hot. No, no, they did not. (laughs) (laughs) And for the amount of money that it would take to put a good walking dead movie together, you got to wonder what the turnout for something like that's going to be. Sure. Uh, Well, I mean, you also have to wonder, I mean, this is kind of, this is uncharted territory kind of. Well, unless, I mean, unless you're talking about, hey, these are big screen movies that we're making for the streaming service, but that we're going to release like ABC did with those first two episodes of The Inhumans. You know, where it's like, oh, well, they're big screen movies because we're going to put them out for a week Mm -hmm. before they're available on our streaming service. True. You know, and if that's the case, then... You know, you're not going to then have a 20 million or a 40 million or a 60 million dollar budget to recoup. You know, you're talking a a far smaller expense. But I think with The Walking Dead being as hot as it is, I mean, and and the hype is kind of dying off of uh, the hype is kind of dying off of The Walking Dead. But I think a movie is enough to bring people back to Um, watch. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, the first one at the very least for the sheer like, oh, what are they going to do? People like zombie movies. I mean, hell, they, they we're, getting, we're getting a direct sequel to the Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> I saved that earlier today to talk to you about. <laughs> um, yes, but a Rick Grimes movie set six years after the zombie apocalypse in the safe safe zone of um in the uh, crap in the in the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. It's not the zombie movie people want. No, not necessarily. They want the zombie movie about what happened when Rick Grimes was asleep in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they do. (laughs) So I don't know. Um, And we we had that with Fear the Walking Dead. For four episodes, at least. I still think they should have done that, done more of that. At least a season. Yes. Yes. At least a season. But yes, no, I had told people... At work, that the smart play was, sorry, it's been a long week. Oh, you're uh, fine. That the smart play was writing Rick Grimes off so that he could return, you know, three or four seasons from now. Yep. And and now you can. And we had that conversation, I believe, on this as well. Yeah, I hope so, we did. I yeah, hope we, I did. Smart we did. We did to put we, it on this podcast, and we did. So you can sue them for creative control. 
<laughs> well, no, not just that, but it's at least somebody thinks I'm smart about something. I think we all do. Well, um, now you're being kind. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, oh, man, I don't know. I, you, oh, you, oh, put you, I, can, I can do another one. I've got oh, two of these. Well, I guess one of the things I, I had, because I'd saved some stuff I had seen. Yes. Um, on the old Facebook. And um, I saw something about how the success of the Venom movie was going to make things difficult oh. for Marvel to get the rights back to Spider-Man and Venom yep. and everybody. Yep. The, the, have, have you seen the Venom movie? I haven't. I haven't either. And I guess I just didn't realize it had done so well. I think it... People gave it an honest chance, which is what you have to do with something like that. They gave it an honest chance. They said that overall the writing was terrible, but Tom Hardy made the movie. So t- like, the Tom Hardy made the movie good. The writing was terrible. They want to see Carnage. Of, and, and they should want to see Carnage because it's freaking awesome. Spoilers. Um, but, yeah. so yeah. I, I mean, I there's a guy at work who saw it. Um, a couple guys, actually, I think. Um, and, and yeah, they, uh, you know, it, they just said, you know, it was nothing to write home about. It wasn't a bad movie, but it did well enough that Sony, I guess I just, I, I guess I just find it interesting that a movie can do okay. And that's enough to take Sony from a position where they want to dump Spider-Man to Marvel and Disney for whatever they can get for it. And to the point where they're like, hey, yeah, this is awesome. Let's keep it. Well, let's think of it this way. So this movie did all right. Right. Which by Sony standards is pretty damn good considering what they've done in the past with Marvel franchises. That's between the, like those Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Yes. So this movie did okay. In Spider-Man 3. Yes. They have already green, they already greenlit Carnage because they knew they wanted to follow through. I, I assume that that's their thinking. They wanted to follow through and give people carnage. Okay. No matter what, I think no matter what the movie did, they were going to green light carnage. I, I think if it was even just a glimmer of like a success, they're going to green light carnage. Unless it had bombed spectacularly. Unless it, in, yes. Unless it had bombed something awful. But I, 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 I don't know. I still think that they still give carnage a chance because they know that the name alone, people want mm. you know they want to see carnage they've been clamoring for carnage since the first spider-man movies came out true Topher grace uh Topher. and uh so uh so if you think about it they've let marvel do an amazing job on a spider-man movie oh yeah spider-man homecoming was and integrate him seamlessly into the marvel universe i think that just proves to you the uh the fact that Kevin Feige deserves whatever amount of money he demands from Disney. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Know, Ke- yeah. Kevin Feige is basically blank, the, the he's silver bullet. Yeah. Uh, because you can take this character that has had, has not been around at all and go, okay, and here you go. And Wait, he's awesome. And he's awesome. Wait, what? So, oh, by the way, you want me to spin off a movie? There you go. There's a Spider-Man movie. You want me to do another so, one? Pow. Here's another one. So here's what they've essentially done. They've given them something to work on and, and fix for them. Yeah. Fix their problem. And now they can say, eh, give it back to us. <laughs> so that 
they can capitalize off of what's already there. Whether they tank it or not, they'll at least get one good one good box office out of it, whatever they do with it. True. Which is more than can be said for the Fantastic Four. Oh. I mean, thinking of it from a business standpoint, they basically gave somebody a turd and said, here, polish this up for me. And then and they then, did. All right, give it back. Yeah, and they did. And by all rights, that should be theirs. Hey, I'm going to sell you this turd for $5. Exactly. No, I'll give it back. I found out it had a diamond in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I haven't seen Venom yet. I Honestly, I don't know that I want to. No? I, I have no... I, I, there's no inkling to me to be like, I have to see this. And, and I mean, you and I didn't even talk about going to see it. No. Shouldn't that say something? I mean, we're kind of like the target market. Yep. And we're not even, yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't interested in it. Like I, I was like, Oh, let's, you know, I'll see what it does and get, you know, check the reviews and stuff. And, and, and I'm not going to be like, Oh, this is going to be a terrible movie. Cause Sony's making it. And mm-hmm. you know, I'll give it an honest, fair shake. I saw the it preview. Just, it looked good. Yeah. It just didn't like, it didn't have that like, Oh, I have to see this. Right. So, I mean, and, and that's, I, I kind of got that same like feeling from the people I talked about, talked about it with. Like they were like, yeah, it's out there. I'll see it eventually. Hmm. But it's yeah, like, it's, it's not like a, we have to see this the week it opens. Right. We need to be there opening night. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, to me, it just seems like a film that I'll eventually watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure that it'll be fine. But am I clamoring over to, to get like Venom? No, I'm not. No, I think I was more excited to watch this third season of Daredevil than I am to watch the Venom movie. Oh, well, you should be excited to watch the third season of Daredevil. Because <laughs> it was good. I haven't watched the, the whole thing yet. I'm only on, I'm, I'm bad and you know this. And, and Shane, who's listening to this, will tell you too because he asks me every day where I'm at. <laughs> uh, I'm still on the first, though, the second episode. Of the first season? No, no, no. Of the third season. <laughs> okay. No, it was um, it was funny. I was I was uh, spectacularly behind. I was a full two full series behind on the Netflix Marvel stuff because I had not watched Jessica Jones when Luke Cage came out, and so I was behind Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. And over the last, well, I guess it would have been since the Cubs got eliminated from the playoffs, um, and I had some time on my hands. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah. I and then by then I had kind of watched Jessica Jones, but then. Iron Fist had come out. Mm-hmm. So in that last month, I've watched um, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Daredevil. Wow. Yeah. And they were all quite good, including Iron Fist Season 2, which yeah. I really enjoyed. I heard that it really redeemed the first season. Oh, and yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that they canceled it. Um, it makes me wonder, cause they also canceled Luke Cage, which yeah. everybody seemed to love. It makes me wonder if they're doing like a heroes for hire thing. That's, that's, uh, I had this season one, com- you know, I had this exact conversation. Um, yeah, that's, that's what, uh, Shane, Shane again, uh, was telling me at work. Um, uh, is that, that's, that was his theory as well. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, and then doing it on the Disney streaming service. Well, now, um, so that's a little different though, because. So, like, the Disney streaming service is one of the things people are like, oh, they canceled it, so go on the Disney streaming service. 
Disney's streaming service, which I don't know if they've decided what they're calling it yet, they do not have the rights to the Netflix stuff. Oh, they don't? No, they don't. Oh. Now, if Netflix cancels it and decides not not to use it, they could they could do it. But, you know, the Disney streaming service has already decided to have a, oh, crap, what are they doing? They're doing a Loki show. Yep. They're doing the Black Widow show. And they're doing uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier show. Yep. And I oh, heard, no, not Black Widow, um, Scarlet Witch. And I heard uh, they're also, uh, I just read this, uh, looking at doing a Hawkeye show potentially. Oh, that would be interesting. Where he's training a new archer. So That'd be cool. Yeah. Sterling archer? Maybe. That'd be cool too. Danger Zone. Man, that'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> so the Netflix stuff can't go automatically. Like, that makes they're it. They're not yeah, no, working no. together because. Yeah, licensing wise, yeah. Well, and, and Netflix is looking at this Disney streaming service as direct competition, a direct competitor, oh, even yes. more so now that Disney has purchased uh, 20th century Fox, mm-hmm. they own like 60 or 70% of Hulu. Mm-hmm. So Disney and Netflix are, are not seeing eye to eye right now. It's part mm-hmm. of the reason all the Disney movies are getting yanked from Netflix. Yes. And I am very excited for that Disney streaming service. Oh yeah, I will pay whatever number of dollars. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Bob Iger's not listening, but I will pay whatever number of dollars it costs to uh be- between <laughs> between whatever they decide to do on the Marvel side and the mm-hmm. Mandalorian from John Favreau and mm-hmm. then just whatever Disney stuff they put out there. I'm in. It's well worth it. Oh, whatever. Oh my goodness, yes it is. Yeah, it's I I'm I'm excited about it. Um, I have to upgrade my Apple TV, but it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I am very, very excited about that. So, the yes, the latest round of Marvel Netflix shows, quite good. Good. Yeah. Um, the other thing, since we're talking about comic book stuff that I have, uh, and I saw that you liked this, I think, today or yesterday, because uh, oh, yeah. I'm creepy like that on Facebook. Uh, we are... We are, uh, it came out getting a Deadpool 2 PG-13 version. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Which, I'm like, this is which, beautiful. Which, yeah, which you wouldn't think would be our response. Like, oh, you're recutting it and re-releasing it. Yep, it's exactly As a PG-13 doing. version. That's dumb. Uh-huh. But <laughs> when you read it. <laughs> yep. They're they're limiting they're limitly limiting the release to the holiday season. Uh, I, I believe just in December. Yeah, and then um, I think with an eye for it on the Disney streaming service. Yes, and uh, this is great on two fronts. Um, the first being that, and again, I can't believe that I'm talking about how great it is to get a PG thirteen recut of a movie, and <laughs> which is theater. ridiculous because let me tell you. If, if we had heard about it before it came out and had heard that they were making a PG-13 of Deadpool, you and I both would be oh. just up in arms about it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so it's great on two fronts. One, Ryan Reynolds has negotiated that part of the proceeds uh, of the movie are going to the F, uh, well, without using the word, eh, we could use it, the Fuck Cancer Foundation. Yep. Uh, which, is a, which is great. That's awesome that they're doing something like that. The second... And this is the best part, I think, besides that. <laughs> the story is going to be told in the style of the Princess Bride. <laughs> with? With a kidnapped Fred Savage. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So picture the Princess Bride where, where um, uh, 
wow, what's his name? I forget what the dude's Columbo. name is. Yeah, Columbo. Uh, Peter Falk is um, is reading to a young Fred Savage the story of the Princess Bride. Is now, this take a Peter Falk. movie? Is this a kissing book? <laughs> oh, yeah, book. Sorry. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's kissing in it. <laughs> and I can see that exact line being in there. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so and you take out Peter Falk, you put in Deadpool, you aid Fred, <laughs> Fred Savage. <laughs> He's even wearing a bear shirt in the, in the picture yeah. that he showed. Yeah, um, in a storyline kidnapping where he kidnaps him to read this book. <laughs> yeah, I think him. they said it, it was like 20 minutes of vignettes between him and Fred Savage or something like that. Yeah, like, oh and, and they shot it all in a day. They shot it all in a day, all their <sighs> stuff. Um, and I can't wait for this. This is going to be fantastic because I love The Princess Bride. You love The Princess Look, Bride. Look, every, every male uh, – it's funny. Um, um, my wife and I have talked about this on more than one occasion. The Princess Bride is a cult classic for men. Yep. And it's a fairy tale. Yep. It's like what in the world? You get men of a certain age um, who, who look – and I'm sure many of them are listeners of this podcast. Yes. Who look upon The Princess Bride as one of the greatest movies ever. Yes. And it's a story, it's a love story about a princess <laughs> who's yeah. forced to marry somebody she doesn't like. Yes. <laughs> and, I mean, we could probably, if we really thought about it, get in a room with four or five people and, like, do the movie. Yep. 100%. Because I'm sure that you have seen it more than a couple of times. I saw it. Two weeks ago on VHS when I was up for a long weekend at, in the UP. That's awesome. Yes. See, and I um, keep trying to convince my wife that it's okay for our kids to watch, and she doesn't want them to be scared of the rodents of unusual size. Well. And I'm like, they won't be. They're very obviously fake. Yeah. The rodents of unusual size, I don't think that they, I don't think that they exist. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I so want my kids to be able to watch A Princess Bride. So that I can come home from work and be like, hey, guys, what are you watching? Oh, Princess Bride. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> and then you can say as they leave for school, have fun storming the castle. Yeah, I'd say that now. And people yes. just look at me like I'm freaking crazy. <laughs> well, right. But then they understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife gets in. She's just like, oh, boy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that was another thing. That I I'd, I'd wrote down. Um, I am super excited about that. And I just want to correct it. I am aware that the movie is The Princess Bride. No angry well, sure. male people. Yes. Uh, yeah, great movie. It's, um, I, I feel like it's Andre the Giant's finest work. Not in a yes. wrestling ring. Yeah. I would say. I would say it is. I actually, um, well, you saw this. The, I saw I saw in Stole a Diego Montoya um, uh, meme that was that said, hello, my name is Diego Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And then it said, Diego Montoya's uh, a guide to networking. And it was like, proper introduction. <laughs> a friendly greeting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Set expectations. <laughs> so, because it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, I was like, oh, that's fantastic. I love that movie. I saw somebody else had a meme about Iocane powder the other day, and I don't remember what it was. But it yeah. Was... <laughs> okay. Iocane powder. Is it poisonous? Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, it was like, is it odorless? Yes. 
<laughs> it was like a flow chart. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a flow chart okay. style thing. Yeah, so. I just remember kind of seeing it the other day. It's look, it's uh, again, who doesn't love the movie The Princess Bride, and who wouldn't like if it was on right now? Stop what you're doing to watch and watch it. Yeah, like if yep. you, for example, walked by a TV and it was. It, and it was Buttercup and Wesley rolling down the hill. Yep. And Wesley just going, as you wish. <laughs> Would you not stop to watch what the yep. Dread Pirate's doing next? Yes. So would. And I'd be like, oh, here's the part. They're going They're going into the... <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I would... He's only oh, mostly I, dead. He's only mostly dead. <laughs> he said... To blame. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Mowage. Mowage. It's just, it's a great movie. It's fantastic. And the fact that they're going to mash that up with Deadpool. um, It's awesome. Is is beautiful. Yes, it is. Absolutely beautiful. Might actually like that version more than the, the, I haven't seen the the original version yet, but I I think that might be, the version I watch. So Deadpool two was good. I think we've talked about it. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not enjoy it as much as the first Deadpool, but if there's a kidnapped Fred Savage with mm-hmm. 20 minutes of back of talking between him and Deadpool, mm-hmm. uh, that will make it better than the, than the theatrical release. I feel Yes. Uh, it does piss me off a little bit, though, because now I, I will have to buy a second version of <clears throat> Deadpool 2. True. Because I have to. This is just, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You have to. Yes. And my wife is going to be like, why did you buy a movie that you already own? <laughs> and you'd be like, watch Savage. the movie. <laughs> and then she'll roll her eyes like she always does. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yep. Yeah, this has been a great week for news. Yeah, it really has, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I see? Um, oh, did you see that uh, Matt Smith of a Doctor Who fame mm-hmm. could be uh, in Star Wars Episode Nine playing a young Emperor Palpatine? Really? Yep, this is... Uh, care of superbromovies.com not a site I normally go to super bro super oh sorry uh let's see here Smith signed on to the film in August in what has been described as a vital role his characters remained a mystery with many speculating he could be a member of the first order uh Palpatine was introduced as a hologram in Empire Strikes Back blah 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 um blah 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 and apparently he was name-dropped by Luke in The Last Jedi. I don't remember that. Uh, laying the groundwork <laughs> for his return. So why would they say... Like, young. Oh, during the show... Um, hold on. According to James of the Weekly Planet podcast... Sounds uh, like a reliable source. I know, right? Said revealed yes. that a source close to the production of Episode Nine claims that Smith will bring the Emperor back to the big screen. Hmm. Okay. Which could be interesting. Could um, be. What are you doing? Uh, here we go. Um, so then, 
what did I see? Oh, so then uh, there was a, a person who uh, who posted on this link, and uh, somebody said, "Hey, so what's next? Another Death Star?" Huh. Because again, it's J.J. Abrams making a remake yes. of Ewoks, and um, huh. the guy said, "No, it will be the nostril of Palpatine, and instead of blowing planets up, it will suck them dry with a gigantic straw." And then somebody <laughs> obviously took that took that low hanging fruit and said, "She's gone from suck to blow." Yes, suck. Suck. <laughs> suck, suck, suck. Yep. Um, which actually is funnier when you get older. Yep, definitely. Did you in in other Star Wars Episode Nine news? Did you see that according to ComicBook.com, uh, Episode Nine is reportedly being viewed as a quote unquote course correction by J.J. Abrams? Uh, really? Yep. Okay. So I liked that they were doing different stuff. Yeah, I, you know, for all the hate that The Last Jedi gets, I enjoyed it. I liked that things did not go the way you thought they were going to go. Oh, yeah, no, I, and, and, well, you were sat next to me in this movie. I was dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, their parents are garbage people. They <laughs> right. killed him. <laughs> I mean, it, they don't have to, everybody, again, we talked about it 20 episodes ago. Everybody doesn't have to be a Kenobi. And and I don't want things spoon-fed to me that I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. What happened to going some, to something and being surprised? Well, right. You know, if you think about it, had she been, you know, if it's revealed in Star Wars Episode Nine that Finn is Lando Calrissian's kid. Yep. And, oh, wait, Kylo Ren lied to Rey. She's actually Ben Kenobi's granddaughter. I think that I would view that as worse. A cop-out. Yeah. You know... Like, let's take everything that we thought on the internet that people speculated to make them happy and hold their that. hands through a fantastic movie and use that. We're going to... Well, and if you think about it, what does it say about the movie if we need to make the movie that the fans want so that way everybody's happy? Yeah. Doesn't that kind of... <laughs> why don't you zoom out a little bit Yep, and look at the world like it is today, where you know if everybody's not happy, then then it's bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get too much into it because you and I can get fired from our jobs because we say something stupid on a podcast now. Well, this uh, is true because it's just how the world works. But yep, and so we won't. Yep, but you know you you pull back and it's like look, people. If, <sighs> we're in a weird spot. We are. And you know what? I think that's why I liked The Last Jedi. Because it was like somebody driving a car down the middle of the road to all these people who are overly sensitive and can't handle rejection and just giving them the middle finger (laughs) down the entire road. It it was allowing a director to make a movie that he thought was good. Yep. And, I mean, I've seen The Last Jedi three times now. Yeah. Right? Saw it yeah. with you. I saw it with George. Not, I think I've seen it one other time. It's a good it's not movie. Bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, maybe that's an unpopular nerd opinion to have, but I think the Last Jedi is a good movie. I think that scene with Ray and and uh, Kylo Ren fighting the mm-hmm. Praetorian Guard is fantastic. I mean, could be one of the three best fight scenes in a Star Wars movie ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's a good movie. It moved quickly. It was paced well. The story was interesting. I think you're correct. Did I want Ray to be related to 
a Kenobi or whatever. Sure. Yeah, didn't we all? Bitterly angry that she's not? No. Yeah, I mean... That little boy who's cleaning out the, the horse stables... He had Jedi. The whole point of that movie was that people can be Jedi just from nowhere. Yeah. Anakin. Anakin wasn't anybody. Exactly. Oh, people need to get a hobby. Yes, they do. A different one. Well, I mean, they have protesting, so that's the... Not yet. Well, they were, though, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they're going to. I just saw something that... A call to arms for the... For what? I don't know. Something about something about Trump appointing somebody to no. the head of some. <laughs> I don't know what the. I don't know. Look, I'm going to make the command decision. You and I aren't touching that one. Yep, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> We're I not mean, touching I, that I mean, one. I mean, I'm just going to say it. If they had jobs, they wouldn't be able to protest. <laughs> <laughs> like Cub fans in day baseball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Half so these motherfuckers don't even have jobs. Yeah, that was How a thing. It wasn't me. Yeah, <laughs> there was a Cubs manager who who railed on Cubs fans. <laughs> it's like when you watch wrestling and you see the same guy in the front row for like four months on every show, and you're like, "How the hell does he do that?" <laughs> He's been at the last seven pay per views, and front row those are like a thousand dollar tickets. Yeah. Here's a hold on. I can get this for you. Hold on. Oh, hold on. That went. <laughs> no, there it is. <laughs> this is Lee Elia, uh, manager of the Cubs, talking because they had a really bad start, and <laughs> and he got upset. Okay, so that was 1983. I apologize for the bad audio quality. You can find that on YouTube. Um, yeah, essentially, uh, the Cubs got off to a 5-14 and 14 start, and the fans just started, like, ripping the players for it. <laughs> and this was the manager in one of those, like, post-game press conferences. Yes. And it wasn't even really a press conference. Essentially, it was just reporters gathered in the, uh, <laughs> in the manager's office, and 
he didn't really realize he was being recorded. And if <laughs> I remember my urban uh, legends correctly, uh, somebody just kind of like, as soon as he started going off, like whipped out the tape recorder and hit record. <laughs> nice. And yeah, it's that's there's more to it. It's pretty great. And it's coming from a Cub fan. I look, of it's funny. You you can laugh at yourself, people. It's okay. Isn't that amazing? When did that stop becoming a thing when you could um, laugh at yourself? It's about three or four years ago, I think. I told people today, speaking of laughing at yourself, I told people today that I've been compared to a slightly more attractive Don Johnson lately. <laughs> Don Johnson? Yeah. Is he yeah. Mexican? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I can oh. wear the hell out of a white blazer with some rolled up sleeves, too. <laughs> I know you can. Uh, if yeah. I wanted to open up a Mexican restaurant called Taco Bill's with me, my face with a sombrero, <laughs> would that be ah! offensive, by the way? Not at all. Okay, because this came all. up earlier at work today also. We were yeah. talking about opening uh, one thing led to another, uh, blah, 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 uh, marijuana. We were going to open up a restaurant. Uh, and then someone said, hey, you should open up a Taco Bell. And I'm like, we can't afford that. But what we can afford is Taco Bills. And it'll be <laughs> my face like, ah, with a sombrero on it. Yeah, exactly. And then all the, all the it'd be like a bill Rito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to make sure that's not offensive. No, no, not at all. Uh, I think it'd be okay. Okay. Um, well, if it's okay with you, then it's okay. It's okay with my people. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I speak for us all. It's like it's like the story of of how the billboard got its name. Two guys are sitting in a meeting, and they're like, what are we going to call these things? And the one guy's name's Mark, and he's like, well, we can call it a Mark board. And then there's a guy named Bill, and he's like, hang on. I got an idea. <laughs> a billboard. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I think that we should quit our jobs and just start a marijuana credit union, but that's just me. I, did I ever tell you that I had a name for this? I did too. What's yours? Uh, I thought that, uh, that uh, I'm going to put this out there in the world. I tweeted this uh, a while back. Um, but uh, yes, I'd like to start a credit union serving exclusively marijuana businesses. Uh, I'm going to call it Green Thumb Credit Union. I like this. And the motto is going to be, we're high on service. Sure. Mine is, uh, mine was Happy Hills Credit Union, oh, but it was I going like to be H- H2CU. Uh, <laughs> it kind of sounds like weed. <laughs> it does, actually. And I mean, I'm just saying with this legislation, we only need to get 150 people to back it in order to start a credit union. Uh-huh. I may have looked it up on the state's website, and I'm pretty sure that we could... <laughs> Um, I also I started writing the like origin story, because uh, <laughs> you know how if you look at it, how a credit union starts, it's always like fifteen oh, sure. employees of this and that. Sure, with and a single so, seed, no exactly drugs. right. Well, this was going to be uh, from the humble beginnings uh, and thirty eight thirty, but with, from humble the humble beginnings of thirty eight dollars, two bags of Doritos <laughs> in in the back of Bill's car. <laughs> or it was a trunk of Bill's $38, two a bags of Doritos in the trunk of Bill's car, <laughs> you know, blah, 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 blah. And you'd drive around to each place. Hey, what do you got to deposit today? And you'd write them a slip and then you'd throw the bag in the back of your car. And you'd... <laughs> um, I also fully intend on having a vending machines filled with munchies in the lobby. Yep. Because uh-huh. know your market, people. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Somebody should start a cigar bar, a marijuana bar, and also sell food at it. That would make sense, wouldn't it? But just like appetizers. Exactly. (laughs) You don't need full plates. Oh, God, no. Why are these cheese sticks $15? 
Are you hungry worry or about not? Uh, Here's a $15. Piece. <laughs> a piece. <laughs> they yeah, are the world's you greatest. Could, and cheese sticks. And you know what? You could get some shitty food and they would eat it. Oh, you just put, pick up boxes of stuff from Sam's and deep fry yep. it. You'd be fine. Mm. Oh, now you're thinking would you like, like a... like some taquitos? Now you're thinking about... Now you're thinking like a band. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how many hot and ready's you can get and charge a dollar twenty five a slice. Oh no. <laughs> uh yeah. So just gotta keep them warm. That's right. Sometimes not even that. <laughs> Hit them with a hair dryer before you give them to Ooh. them and they're good. <laughs> yeah, we had our uh, again uh, <laughs> had our end of the year football banquet tonight. Oh, okay. At the park. Nice. At five That's really o'clock. cold. It was thirty seven freaking degrees yeah uh so they decided they were serving pizza in the dark <laughs> in the d- <laughs> they told you it was pizza because we were in the pavilion right <laughs> yeah and i don't think we were supposed to be there so they didn't have the key to turn on the lights oh sure yeah so you it just was had cars <laughs> this was like 5 30 okay it's like dark at six yep it's <laughs> so it's 5 30 under this pavilion couldn't see a thing and this, the boys are eating pizza, and it's always funny watching the kids at this uh, football thing because you know you get so used to seeing these kids in pads, helmets, da 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 da. Like I don't recognize any of them <laughs> in coats and hats. I'm like, who the hell are you? <laughs> oh, you're that kid. Oh, I like you. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I asked George afterwards. I'm like, uh, so was your pizza cold? <laughs> and he's like. Yeah, of course it was cold. <laughs> like, Dad, it was 30 degrees outside. 38 degrees on. He's, he's wearing long underwear, long sleeve t-shirt, a fleece, and those, a knit hat. Those he's poor eating, kids. eating pizza off a paper plate. <laughs> yeah, we left uh, when it was dark, dark at about 545. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's yeah, funny. It was yeah, always an adventure. Yes. <laughs> Always an adventure. Uh, Nick, unless you've got anything else, we probably need to close Wrap. the door on this episode. I am. Uh, I'm good. All right. I'm good. Well, then let's let's close the door on episode 97. All right. Closing the door. And uh, we will just, I guess, see everybody back um, for episode 98 next week. Yeah. Yeah, hasta mañana. I don't know what that means. Uh, I think it means uh, see you at episode 98. Oh, perfect. Okay, your story yes. checks out. Yes, yes. I'm thinking. Or, <laughs> Doesn't matter. Or I, or I bought cocaine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that legal now? No, not yet. Still can't buy coke? No. Not, Are you not sure? Not. You know, I think... It might have been in Prop 3. I don't know. We'll check. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Prop 3 was something else. Yeah, I think so. Might have been tacked onto that jury mandry. <laughs> Everything else was. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like jury mandering and a raise for Congress. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to tax Amazon purchases. And we're going to do this. Oh, the government. Okay, anyway, uh, before we get fired, Nick, say goodbye yep. to everybody. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well. 
Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more interpretations on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Visit us on the web at Local Flavors. I forgot. <laughs> at Local Flavors Productions.net. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow